Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome to Arkansas. I'm here on the fall road tour and uh, at the hotel right outside, or right in Little Rock, I guess, uh, Arkansas. First time ever here. And uh, today on the show, we are having a bonus podcast. It's called The Sunday Service. If you are the first time listener, let me give you a little update on what this is. Now, the Green Industry Podcast is a top 100 business show, at least at the time of this recording, it's in the top 100. Those charts are always fluctuating, but uh, we're honored to be up there. And the show is for lawn care and landscape professionals. We talk about best practices, how to take our business to the next level. And we're actually on tour right now, interviewing uh, brands and leaders in the industry about their business story. So having a lot of fun with that. Those episodes are daily, Monday through Friday. Now, this is the Sunday service. This is a bonus podcast that this is actually our third one. We've got a huge feedback that you guys are loving these, and so we're going to continue with them. And uh, this is not sponsored by any brands, and this is not about lawn care landscaping. This is uh, the Sunday service where I actually teach from the Bible. And so what had happened and the reason why we kind of arrived here is on some episodes I shared the radical transformation that I've experienced in my life by Jesus to my soul and of about my spiritual journey. And we've gotten so much feedback over the years. Whenever I talk about the Lord on a podcast, people are like, thank you so much. That's so cool. Tell us more. And I did not really do that on the um, Green Industry podcast because I really wanted to stay in my lane because people are tuning in for business tips, best practices, and I try to deliver uh, Mr. Producer myself. To, we give it our best effort day in and day out. And so to keep the integrity of the show, I didn't necessarily share too much about my walk with the Lord on the podcast. I'll sprinkle it in here or there. And when I do, it gets such a rapid response. It gets all these you know, people messaging me saying, hey, this is awesome, man. And so Mr. Producer had the idea, hey, why don't we do a podcast on Sundays called the Sunday Service where you can just freely share from the Bible. And if people want to tune in, cool. If not, they can tune back in on Monday. So there you go. That's what this is. All right. Last week, we talked from Matthew chapter 5 on being blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. And blessed are they, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. I think that's as far as we got. So I'm going to do a quick review on those, and then we're going to dive into the rest of Jesus' teachings here. So Jesus opens up his sermon with this phrase, blessed. He says, you're blessed, and then he gives the condition, if you do something. And then he shares what the blessing is. And he ironically opens up the kingdom, open up the teaching on the kingdom with blessed are the poor in spirit. And this is so convicting to me, and I think to our culture and generation in general. This was obviously 2,000 years ago in Israel, but here in the United States, we're taught that we are independent. We can do it on our own. And here comes Jesus speaking that you're actually blessed when you're poor in spirit. This isn't talking financial poverty, but it's talking spiritual poverty, recognizing that we're bankrupt, recognizing that we need God. And that is such a precious place to be in our soul when we are dependent on God, when we recognize that we need him. He then teaches that we are blessed if we mourn. And I think what he was getting at here is that when we recognize we need God, the response is to actually cry out to God, hot, fresh tears, mourn that God, I need you. God, I need you. That is the the best place in life that we can get is when we recognize we need him and then we actually do something about it. We actually get on our knees before the Lord 
I mean, if, if we're driving, maybe we can't actually kneel down. But in the posture of our heart, there's tears. There's actually, I mean, tears dripping down our cheeks. And we cry out to God and express to him that we need him. I mean, that just, that just, that just moves him. For those of you who have children, if your you know, child comes up to you with tears and just says, you know, Daddy, help. I mean, it just it pulls on the strings of your heart as a father. And that's how God is when we actually acknowledge him and recognize him. We, he goes on to say, blessed are the meek, which is a humbleness of our heart. And again, all throughout the scripture, God declares that he hates pride. Proverbs 6 actually uses that vocabulary. The word hate is in the Bible. And uh, he says he hates arrogance. He hates pride. He hates a haughty look. But... He says, we're blessed when we are humble, when we are meek. He goes on to teach, and again, this is a review. Each of these are <laughs> is a sermon in itself. Uh, Jesus says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And I can relate to this so well because I tried other sins, and they don't satisfy. They, they leave us empty and broken. There's a, like, I think it was Moses said, you know, there's a temporary pleasure in sin, but that's just, it it's temporary and then when the the buzz of the moment or the pleasure of the sin is over we're left with consequences whereas when we actually hunger and thirst for righteousness and our our faith is in the righteousness of Jesus his blood on the cross what actually happens is a wholeness and a, a satisfaction if you will Jesus said blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled next one Okay, get ready. <laughs> this, one's, this one's tough. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Now, God's been merciful to me. 1985 to 2004, I didn't even live for him. I, I lived for me, myself, and I. And 2004 to current, I've been trying to live for God. There's been many shortcomings, stumbles, falls, and thankfully he he dusts me off, picks me back up, throws me back into the game on the front lines. But he's been merciful to me. He asked me then to be merciful to others. That's where it's a tough pill to swallow because all of us listening right now, we've had people hurt us. It's the people closest to us, right? (laughs) They hurt us the most. I mean, the keyboard warrior, uh, you know, in Arizona or, or Africa or wherever he is, and, you know, he leaves us a mean comment. Okay, I'll show mercy to that fella. But then when it's the person that's in my family or relative or a coworker or a friend, they stab me in the back. They mistreat me. They talk evil about me. They use me, abuse me, whatever it is. And then the Lord says, hey, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Now, Jesus also teaches that we should forgive everyone of anything. Forgive everyone of anything. He leaves no open door. He leaves no excuse. Well, but, 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 but. We need to forgive. And I know this is tough, but I actually have to, I pray out loud, and I'll, I'll fill in the blank of the name of my enemies, and I'll say, you know, Father, I pray for whoever right now. And, and, and what I pray for them is I say, God, bless their finances. If you want to get free in our hearts about mercy and express mercy is to pray for our enemies, the person who hurt, who hurt us the most, and pray, God, bless their health, that they would be healthy. 
if they're married, bless their marriage. Bless if they have a, a business or a ministry, bless their ministry, God. Bless their finances. Bless their health. But in genuinely in our heart, bless them. I remember the first time trying this. I, I couldn't do it. You know, it's, <clears throat> what? And, and, and we can get actually this uh, favor of God on our life when we learn to love our enemies, when we, when we learn to bless our enemies. It's, it's powerful. It, the, the demons lose their um, legal rights into our life when we don't have resentment. We don't have unforgiveness, but we express mercy. That's a whole nother Sunday service for another day, that topic alone. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. And, uh, oh, God, search our hearts. If there's anyone who's hurt us that we have resentment towards, unforgiveness towards, bitterness towards, we forgive them, God. We bless them. Blessed are the poor, pure in heart, for they shall see God. Purity of heart, so powerful. This is not just staying away from pornography. It is that. But it's also... God will purify our intentions, the, the, the deep reasons behind why we do what we do. Jesus will go on, and we'll get into this in future episodes, about fasting, praying, and giving. And we can actually give, and we can do it with wrong motives, right? We can give so everyone sees our gift. Everyone sees that, you know, oh, hey, look, you know, you ever see those big checks, like at the football game where the check's, like, gigantic. It takes, like, five people to hold it up. You know, and, and businesses will do that. They'll give away a large amount of money and they'll have a big ceremony and, hey, look, we gave away a million dollars in the big check. And it's like, okay, well, that's your award. Everyone thinking you're cool because you gave away a million dollars. But the, the, the purity of the heart is that we can give and no one might ever find out about it, but the we bless someone in secret and th- there's a purity of the heart of, of why we did what we did. We can fast and we can do it with wrong motives. We can pray and we can do it with wrong motives, meaning we just show off. Hey, look at me. I'm so skinny because I'm fasting, <laughs> you know. Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow so I can eat. And, and so we can be haughty and arrogance about, about doing biblical things with fasting, praying, and giving. But if our heart's not pure, we can actually do it with a wrong motive. So purity of heart is sexual purity where you actually, um, ha- we have an honor in our minds and our thoughts and how we uh, treat the opposite sex with purity. But it's also our motives, our intentions of why we do what we do. Is it with a pure heart or do we have an ulterior motive that's corrupt? And uh, God is, is cleansing us. He's sanctifying our hearts. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Jesus is the ultimate peacemaker. He, he, he brought God to man. He bridged that gap with his blood on the cross that our sins can be forgiven, and that we can be delivered, healed, set free. He, he brought humanity back to God. He lived an innocent life and shed his royal blood on the cross so we can be born again. That's the ultimate peacemaker. And um, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole right now, but Jesus actually taught about how he brings division, not to be contradictory. He, he's a peacemaker, but when you take a stand for righteousness, when you take a stand for God, it will cause persecution against us. It will cause division. It's like drawing a line in the sand. I'm living for Jesus. I'm living right. And, and those who ain't, aren't about that, <laughs> they're, they're going to become enemies real quick. So, But the back to the peacemaker part, Jesus said you're blessed if you're a peacemaker. And so 
Instead of stirring up strife, stirring up division, we need to look into circumstances. How can I be a peacemaker where there's a quarrel? How can I be a peacemaker uh, where there is this uh, troublesome situation? And not stirring the pot, but actually bringing peace. God is a God of peace. The devil brings confusion. God brings peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. All right, we're going to land the plane with this one. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus doesn't play church, okay? He's not your whamsy-pamsy preacher here. He just goes for it. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Friends, if we live for Jesus, okay, we will get persecuted. There's, in our culture right now, it doesn't take much to see that, right? Look at uh, what's going on at the Supreme Court, right? Amy Coney Barrett, they're just going after this this woman. And uh, they're, they're persecuting her. Maybe not a physical, they're not taking a bat and, and hitting her, but with their words, they're attacking her. And Jesus said that there's actually a blessing. When you stand for righteousness and you're persecuted, there's a blessing. It goes on to say, blessed are you when they revile and persecute you. They say all kind of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Amen, amen, and amen. That's Matthew chapter 5, verse 3 through 11. I only got through eight chapter, eight verses today, but uh, it's just such a powerful sermon, guys. And I mean, each of those convicted me. There's, I, I can have improvements on all of those. I can be more poor in spirit. I mean, I'm, we're all poor in spirit. It's just do we recognize it or not? And I could be more mournful in, in a healthy way of acknowledging to the Lord that I need him. I could be more humble, more meek. Certainly could have a deeper stirring of, of righteousness, of a hunger and thirst for righteousness. I can be more merciful, more pure in heart, a better peacemaker, and not so grumpy and com- this complaining when it comes to persecution, but an, uh, an endurance in the grace of God uh, to, per- to persevere and take a stand for righteousness. So I'm not... Uh, the 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 standard Jesus set is so high, but he will give us the grace to live these out. And uh, I'm so blessed every single time I, I read the words in red. And in my Bible, where Jesus teaches, the, the, the letters aren't black, they're actually red. So that's what I'm referring to there. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. We will continue on with these Sunday services, hopefully next Sunday. Thanks for listening, guys.